Did you check out the Denzel Curry shit? Oh, what the fuck? Check out the Denzel Curry. Uh, that shit was hot. Man. Is that? Yeah, I like I've that. heard the I heard the lead single, which actually, speaking of hearing, this is "Eternal" by Chance the Rapper and Smino. Oh, you ended up going back and checking this shit out? Off the most hated Chance the Rapper record. Yeah, dude. The Big Day, guys. This was released in 2019, and it's still alive, man. It's still alive. It's already been three years since he dropped three years. Fuck, dude, that shit went by quick. You guys are listening to the HNS podcast, episode 16. We have the return of Leonard. Leonard on the mic as my guest, as my guest host tonight. Oh, my guest, as my guest host tonight. <laughs> Already starting the, the pod kind of a little saucy. So, man. You ain't got no beers. If you got beer, I'll take a beer. I don't think I have any beers because yesterday we, I think we finished them and we took shots. When we finish a bottle of Espolon. <laughs> well, I guess Carly does like tequila as well, so. You sure you want one, one bro? I'm good, man. I'm gonna chill out on that shit, bro. Man. <coughs> Understandable. I'll definitely support <coughs> the cause still. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going against it. It's just that I don't think it's for me no more. Understandable. Understandable. Well, check us out, guys. HNS episode 15. Thank you guys for tuning in. Did I already say 15? 16, right? That was 16. 16. 16. 18 episode 16, guys. I'm sure you said 16. Yeah, it's supposed to be 16. Anyways. Dude. I gotta ask this because we were kind of talking about it yesterday and it's still technically recent. Uh-huh. And, and right now, you know, the reason I played Eternal. Uh-huh. I don't know if you caught it, but the reason I played Eternal. Because you were talking about your lady before we got on this podcast. Uh-huh. Now, you're, you're in a good place right now. You know, you seem to have found, like, your potential other half. How do you feel about Will Smith defending his lady at the uh, Oscars? I think he's a bitch. You think so? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Starting the pot hot, huh? Yeah, dude. I mean, up until this point, I mean, one of my favorite movies of all time had Will Smith in it. Which one? I Robot. Okay. Not a lot of people know about that movie. It was was a big, big studio movie, but it was like very under the radar type. Like when it came out, it was popular, but nobody fucking knows of it now. Yeah, I don't think I ever actually saw it all the way through. I remember you guys seen it a couple times at the crib. It was my favorite movie of all time for a, for a long period of time. Interesting. Yeah. So, I I like Will Smith, and I've liked Will Smith up, and th- up until this point, but the way he went about that shit, dude, that shit's Grammy's fuck, dude. Grammy's fuck. Like, honestly, man, I'm always one to say that, uh, you know, fuck being professional, this and that, mm-hmm. but at the stature that these guys are at, and as much as we want to hate on the Oscars, uh-huh. they're so... Uh, they're still up there, you know. There's a certain echelon of, of shit oh. in this world. Grammys, Oscars, mm. Golden Globes. Yeah, out that's, there just, and... that's just like where the elite kick it. Right, yeah. Like you want to put on a face. Mm. And if you don't fuck with it, then don't go. Yeah. You know? That's like that's like what Pearl Jam did. Yep. Pearl Jam said, fuck this shit. We're not going to the Grammys because we don't fuck with it. That's like, yeah. Keep not it a, like that. Not our people. Exactly. If you go, then you fuck, then you fuck with it to a certain extent. He clearly fucks with it. He was invited. He won a fucking award, which I think was stupid as fuck. Will? Yeah. You could have gone sh- about shit differently. Plus, what about all the disrespect that your girl's been showing you for the past fucking year and a half? That's that's the critique I've heard the most. I've heard, why would you make such a, a big, a big statement of defense towards her when she's done nothing but kind of like low-key ridicule you in your name? Bro, she's fucking dragging that man's legacy <laughs> through the mud, bro. Listen, you know. 
I, to Will me, Smith? I, I think personally, it's a publicity stunt. I don't think it was real. I, I mean, that's the problem. As did well. you did you see that Chris Rock's tickets sold out immediately the day after? I mean, like his tour because his tour was doing good. You know, they're probably selling tickets, ugh. but the night after it happened, the rest of his tour sold out. Yeah, no, and then he immediately announced the tour like Dude. a day or two later because this happened what Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, like at this stage, it almost seems like everybody like <laughs> they see how it kind of worked out for Kanye and Taylor, and everybody's like, "Fuck it." It's 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 all about I mean get and, all eyes on me culture. And if you think about it, at the same time, it kind of does make sense to looking at it from that perspective because the Oscars and the Grammys and all those big award ceremonies have been on the down on the downturn for a minute now. Well, I mentioned it in the last podcast. I don't know if you tuned into that one, bro, but I was talking about how in two thousand nineteen, apparently they had like thirty thousand or thirty million viewers, mm-hmm. and then twenty twenty they had twenty eight million, so it dropped ten thousand in the in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. But last year they only had eight. Yeah, last year they had and eight what million, would you, what, Okay, what do you attribute that to? Because I attribute that to, like, the rise of Twitch streams, the well, rise of um, Netflix mm, series, and just people being distracted by other shit. Like, because before it was almost like, it, it was almost like a pay-per-view event for all of us to watch. And I, by all of us, I mean, like, society as a whole. Mm-hmm. And we would tune into it, because we wanted to know. We wanted to see if our favorite artists were going to be talked about, or mm-hmm. we were just curious who's going to win, who's going to be blah, 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 who the performances are. Now there's so much going on. Who knows if the on the night of the Grammys last year, the reason it was eight million, there's probably a Twitch streamer shaking ass who was hot as fuck. She took the other fucking thirty million. I think the thing with the uh, with any of these award ceremonies, dude, is that they've kind of lost their lore. That's you know? true. The internet definitely, most definitely, has played a part in it, just like it has in numerous other fucking things. But I think for the most part, what the internet has done is made it lose its allure. Mm-hmm. People have, a lot, like, even the smallest person has an opinion now, you know? And if enough, if enough people get behind that opinion, then it becomes a big opinion. Mm-hmm. And pretty much what the big opinion is that these awards don't matter. Yeah, they don't like, matter anymore. I mean, shit, you literally had Kanye pissing on a Grammy, what, two years ago? Yeah, yeah. I mean, even you got, like you said, Pearl Jam since early mid two thousands have said, "Nah." Pearl Jam said that shit in the nineties. Yeah, they stopped. They stopped fucking with the Grammys in the nineties. They're like, you know, this don't mean anything. To yeah. us. you guys are giving the awards to us, and there's people out here who are really musicians, they're yeah. really busting yeah, ass, yeah, and really doing something that should be. I remember Bon Iver's speech. I think he uh, he said something like that. He won when, a Grammy, didn't he? Yeah, when he won for Forever Forever Ago, he. If I'm not mistaken, now don't quote me if I'm wrong, but I think his acceptance speech is something around the lines, along the lines of, uh, thank you for recognizing what I did, but there's so many other musicians out there who deserve this. Yeah, but that's also, see, I'm a little iffy on, on when, when artists do that. Well, I that, get it. Well, with that one, it was because it was a little different, because you got you to think, that album was to him a rough demo. He was just fucking around. No, yeah, and, and, and I agree with that, but, but that's kind of what I'm getting at. Like, I get it. When, when artists do that, it's kind of it kind of comes off as like, and I know they're well intentioned, but it kind of comes off as like uh, too pompous almost. Yeah, it's because like, like if you really would have <laughs> wanted to, you would have yeah. just sent a rep up there to collect the Grammy uh-huh. and said fuck it. But at the same time, I get it. You're a big artist at uh-huh. that point. You're you're using your platform. But let's be real. You could have just you know if you really didn't fuck mm-hmm. with it that hard, you could have been like, yo, just go pick up the Grammy for me, and mm-hmm. we'll call it a day. The yeah. Grammys are gonna notice that you don't fuck with them on that level, so they'll never nominate you again. Plus, nominations come because uh, your label submits a a nomination request. Uh-huh. So it's like you almost kind of know in advance. 
Yeah. That like, you have a potential to win it. Yes. And then once you win it, you kind of get told. You get yeah. invited. Yeah, because... So, I used to think that it was just like, yo, the Grammys called up and they said that you're getting nominated. Uh-huh. No. People have to submit. Yeah, you have to nominate. Yeah, your... you have to submit your record and, mm. and let the... So RIAA be yeah. like you know hey okay this guy's good enough so it's like so like it's like Justin if you didn't submit it yourself you must have known that the people at Jack Jaguar who you're signed to yeah. submitted it for yeah. you yeah, yeah you're like, not fucking stupid <laughs> you know what I'm saying it's fucking like, real and, and you know you got a good piece of record here exactly like, yeah you know what talking about that man so this is kind of piggybacking off. I, I actually remember maybe the last time we got together on the podcast. Not the last time, but like one of our podcasts before where I actually talked about Alt-J a little bit. Mm-hmm. What? It's it's so crazy to think. Like, another reason that that shit's not, not really relevant anymore. Think about how much music has changed. Because back in the days when it was still relevant, like, the artists were like, kind of like Kendrick Lamar, Taylor Swift, Adele, Bruno Mars. You had like, I think that was more pop. Now what's really, really, really dominating is street shit. You are not going to have a bunch of these elite, you know, white-collar, like you said, higher echelon individuals giving awards to, let's say, Lil Durk, who's popping, NBA Youngboy, who's popping, and these motherfuckers have records that are talking about killing people. Well, I mean, if they were smart, they would. No, they definitely would, but it's like, do they want to? It's like, ah... That's if tricky. they want to bring it's, the, it's really tricky. If they want the credibility to come back up, yes. But I mean, let's be real. At this point, it doesn't matter. The Grammys are run by like fucking 50, 60, mm-hmm. 70 year olds that are way out of touch. Similar to to the government. I mean, the government mm. is fucking run by 60, 70. It's fucking. I got curious the other day, and I looked up how old Nancy Pelosi was, mm-hmm. and she's she's a Democrat, you know, so uh-huh. she's supposed to be a, one of the, the good, good ones, yeah. right? She's fucking eighty, dude. Oh, dude, disconnected. What the f- what the fuck are except, you doing? Except, you know, dude. You know what I was thinking the other day? They're disconnected from perhaps the cultural zeitgeist, but at their political level of influence and potentially financial level, technologically, do you think they're they have access to tons of shit that we'll never have? Like, who cares if like like every, you mean information? Not information, like or like resources. Like resources, like tools, like equipment, like badass, you know. Because this, this isn't nothing, right? But because I don't have it, to me, it's luxury. Mm. You know, uh, like getting out of the shower and your fucking floors are heated. Mm-hmm. That's not luxury. But some houses have it. I mean, it, it is luxury. I mean, but it's not, like, it's not like top tier luxury. But like, can you imagine having the amount of money like a Saudi prince or something where like their houses... And their lives are completely catered to where, like, you wake up and the minute you yawn, ah, your windows rise. Right. You have something talking to you. You have, like, your personal Jarvis. And yeah, you know, yeah. That shit would be nuts, ain't it? Like, do you think they're at that level? Or no? Do you think they still kind of go home and kick off their shoes? And, uh, are you saying because of the money they got yeah, or the status? Both. I mean, because you think at some point it would kind of cross over, right? Or do you think the people who have more so the tools that I'm thinking about is more like, Silicon Valley rich people. I think yes, because I feel like these fucking Congress people, bro, are they're smarter than they fucking give off. Yeah. Yeah. You like know? they're they're just the thing I and this is my opinion, obviously, I'm not very politically uh connected or anything like that. Mm. But in my opinion, I feel like these motherfuckers, dude, even the eighty year old fucking piece of the shit, 
Damn. I know for a fact that they're smarter than they look. Yeah. Because at that age, you're not going to function 100% alone. No, I mean... It, so there's you have a team. It's like a master of finesse, isn't it? It's yeah. Like the finesse team. It's just that you're so fucking old and you know that everybody knows that you're mm-hmm. so fucking old that you don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. So you don't put that effort in it anymore. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I do think that, for example, they have access to... Like, for example, heated floors. I'm 100% sure. Okay. Some of these fuckers, dude, have like two or three homes. Let, dude, let, all right, hold on. Let's, let's take a... Yeah, that's a good point. Let's take... Let's do a little, uh, a little exercise here right now. I'm kind of I'm kind of interested. Mm-hmm. What do you think a day in the life of Jeff, Jeff Bezos is like? Oh, fuck. You wake up, right? You wake up. First thing you do. I feel like for starters, this guy doesn't even wake up in the same fucking place every day. No, no. For sure. For sure he doesn't. But like, all right. Tomorrow morning... When you when he wakes up, take me through his day. Like if you could play it out for him, on some uh, on some. Uh, I feel like even Truman if I show type shit, you know. I feel like even if I play it out to to the most grandest of my abilities. Yeah. You couldn't and, even imagine it. You couldn't no, fathom what he does. <clears throat> me and Jeff Jeff Bezos' life, dude, are probably just so goddamn fucking disconnected. And like, you know what's crazy? We're alive on the planet at the same time in the same twenty four hours. I've thought about that. And then that's. I've thought about that. Yeah. Like somebody's always said, the difference that's made the difference between me and you is how we use our twenty four hours. And it's like, huh? But I mean, also where you start in the world and the people you know. I've had this conversation with a, actually a, a few people, including one of my coworkers, because one of my coworkers, he's actually a published author. Uh-huh. He's a published oh, yeah, author. Yeah, I remember, and he's I remember you bringing it up last time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this, he's pretty cool. Like, he, yeah. I, I wouldn't mind actually telling him if he wants to come and pod. Cause that'd, that'd be cool. Because he's actually, he's a deep thinker. Mm-hmm. Like, he gets, he's a motivational speaker as well, so he gets your shit going. Man. So, we were talking, and from the beginning, bro, like, these people were on other shit. I don't think, one of the points that we made is that I don't think we both agreed that we don't think everyone is built to be a CEO. Oh, no. Or a... Or a boss of some sort. Like, I think the problem, some of the problem in, in today's uh, society, at least in America, I can't speak for the society of, of other countries, but in America's society, dude, is that we have this overemphasis on being your own boss, mm-hmm. on being a CEO, mm-hmm. being a hustler, on this fucking hustler culture. Mm-hmm. Hustler culture is running rampant right now. Like, it's the mm-hmm. thing. Oh, yeah. No, trust me. I've, I've had a couple episodes in the pod where we're kind of talking about hustle culture, and it's it's true. It's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, like, and what you're saying is, is very true. Like, not everybody's cut out to be the boss. No, and I personally don't think, and I'm not saying, I hope I don't go that way, just because I feel like my mind works, my mind is working so fucking much that I wouldn't let myself be just stagnant. Mm-hmm. I think that it's okay to go through life just wandering, you know, mm-hmm. until you fucking die. Like just be somebody that works nine to five. You got your little house. You got your little car. Nothing mm. special. Every now and then, you know, just simple ass fucking life. I think it's okay mm. for people to have those types of lives. Now, once again, me personally, I can't. Mm. I've tried to, I've tried to work that mentality in, into myself of like, you know what? Maybe I'm. I've, I've sat there talking with somebody like, you know what? Maybe I'm not built to be a boss mm. or. To have my own company mm-hmm. or just anything along those lines. But I just, I can't. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I just can't. Right, nah, I got you. Yeah, I, I got it. Like, Because then otherwise it would feel like something's missing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like I'm 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 not fulfilling my full mm-hmm. potential. What potential is that? I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't. Like, 
It's just your ability to leave a mark on the world. Exactly, yeah. like a legacy of some sort. But I do think that hustler culture is getting very toxic. Big time. I mean, there's a lot of fucking people. <clears throat> I'll tell you what, there's a lot of people out there who are doing it right. But because of that, like you said, it's in, trying to influence the whole world to do it. I feel like if you actually talk to a real hustler, for example, a Jeff mm-hmm. Bezos, like we we're, like we're saying him, I'm talking about him. Someone like Jeff Bezos, bro, or like even Elon Musk, mm-hmm. even though he's a fucking cornball. Dudes like that, they're not they're not on Insta, even though he's on Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. They're not on it, but but the shit that he fucking talks about on Twitter is mm-hmm. the same shit that that a fucking a hustler on Instagram would throw in your face. You know, mm-hmm. like these real hustlers, dude, mm-hmm. these real motherfuckers, they got these fucking Fortune 500 companies. I mean, fuck, just the other day I saw that... That Elon Musk in in a, in less than a decade is going to be worth a trillion fucking dollars. So these these guys that are running these fucking that have created for the most part these big ass fucking companies, these just conglomerates. I I don't know what mm. what other fucking these Goliath of companies. They're not on Instagram. Mm. They're not on Instagram peddling this fucking hustler mentality, or trying to fucking shove these uh. These 10 ways to get rich mm. schemes. Sub- subscribe to my 10, 10 ways to get rich bullshit. because they don't have time to. Yeah, they don't have time to. And they're actual, they're real fucking hustlers. If anything, those, if 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 you think you're built for that type of mentality. To, to create a company. To uh, create a new, a, some new technology. Something that the world, something that the world has been lacking for a while. Then those are, those should be your real motivators. Mm. I mean, fuck, I'd even throw Kanye in there, even though I think the guy's fucking mental as fuck. Because mm. Kanye, he's still an innovator, man. Like, it's fucking He literally crazy. sought out and, uh, and did everything he wanted. That's what I'm saying. Like, this guy has become a billionaire. From short films, music videos, clothes, fashion. Like, fucking 10 stages. years ago, I remember reading, whenever they were clowning him because he borrowed money from Kim. I remember, I'm sure if I dug deep enough, I would find this statement, but he said, I'm going to be a fucking billionaire. Huh. And this is back when he was in... "Quote unquote debt," when he borrowed money to, mm. to make to make the Yeezy brand work from mm. from Kim. This guy's worth like five billion dollars now. He made it work. This motherfucker said, "I'm gonna become a billionaire." He made and it he, work, and he became a billionaire. Now, it's, granted, he was closer to the goal mm. than we are. Obviously, you know, we're still working mm. nine to fives and doing what we can here and there. He was a fucking multimillionaire when he said that, so he had access to funds and people and personnel mm-hmm. and shit like that. But still. Going from a multi-millionaire to a multi-billionaire? That's a fucking step up, dude. But that's besides the point. That's a conversation for another day. I think if you actually want... If you actually want the motivation to become a hustler, you should probably pay attention to those guys. Mm -hmm. Not to this Instagram bullshit. Have you ever heard um, Gary Vaynerchuk? Yeah, he's annoying. You think he's annoying? He's annoying as fuck. Dude. He's actually, you know what's funny? I kind of, I listened to one of his videos, because he has a podcast. It's mm-hmm. called the Gary Vaynerchuk Experience, Audio Experience. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's, sometimes it varies. It's a 15-minute clip. Sometimes it's a 5-minute clip. Sometimes it's a 30-minute clip. Mm-hmm. I listen to it every morning, and I'm not going to lie. It's actually pretty inspirational. I mean, he, the guy seems relatable. I'll give him that. Mm. But fuck, dude. He just memed himself to death. Dude, oh, it's because it's cause he's, he's the epitome of hustle culture. So the thing yes. is, so the thing is, he's a hustler... Motivating people from a perspective of I'm doing it, I'm trying to give you tips, and then people try to mimic him, and those people who are mimicking are the annoying ones. Yeah, but well, Gary, he's kind of annoying too, though. It can't be so. 
sometimes when I'm like bored as fuck, which is a lot of the time, I'm I just mindlessly scroll through. I like YouTube Shorts. I don't I don't do TikTok. I do Instagram Reels too, just because mm. my dad likes Instagram Reels a lot, so I get stuck on them when she sends them to me. But on YouTube Reels, they're always fucking making fun of this guy. There's one, there's one specific dude who's always mm. fucking making fun of him, bro. I'd have to see it. That's just insane. I'd have to pull it up because I can't sit here and, and uh. like describe it. But dude, this guy has memed himself to death. Look, man. He's... I know he's successful. He's yeah. a multimillionaire. I know that for a fact. Because he has a few companies and he's also one of those guys that, oh, what's your startup? I'll invest in it. Mm. So I know he's he's a successful guy. I have no room to talk on that. But he's memed himself to death. And unfortunately, like you said, he's the epitome yeah. of hustle culture, dude. He's fucking annoying, dude. Dude, I mean, to, to me, I, I get some inspiration from the guy. So I'm not going to necessarily say he's No, annoying. that's fine. I, I, I'm, not, uh, I'm not knocking your ins- where you draw your inspiration uh, from. I mean, shit, you can draw but, inspiration. But, but you get that he's memed himself to the point where he's... Bro, he's like... He's fucking memed himself to death. That's dude. funny. This guy's fucking annoying as shit. And his voice. <laughs> What's this fucking annoying as shit? That's funny. <laughs> no, could I? I could probably learn a thing or two from uh-huh. the guy. I'll admit that. I'm sure I could. But well, what do you think about the whole NFT things? Because right now he's really pushing it hard, hard, hard. It's funny. And that I heard you, the stocks are coming back up again. It's funny that you mentioned that because uh, so one of my I guess now that I think about it, I work with a fucking range of coworkers. Mm. It's just a crew of five of us. It's mm. funny. You would think that I'd work in a factory, but I literally work in... Mm. Just a small, little, tight-knit crew. Yeah, a little, tight-knit crew. And one of one of the other guys that I work with, actually, he's big into, like, stocks. Supposedly, mm. he has, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of stocks, which is wild to me because he, he day trades. I, yeah. I actively see him day trade. He uses Robinhood as a platform, which mm-hmm. I think is garbage. If you can't get the fuck off of Robinhood mm-hmm. ASAP. They're owned by a hedge fund. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're grimy. Their business is grimy. So Rob- get, f- get the fuck off of Robinhood. You need to ask that guy how he does his taxes for Robinhood. Well, I should. I should not. I kind of want to pick his brain on a little bit more, but that's what I was getting to. So I asked this guy about NFTs the other mm-hmm. day. Because I, I forgot what I was watching or something like that. Something popped about about NFTs. He says that NFTs are a scam. I mean, for the for the most part, they're money laundering, and a lot of people are getting into them, and it's a quick buck because everybody's trying to sell them. It's almost like the new. Here's the way I can describe it. You see, you see how when homies had little the little yeah. fifty cent machines, yeah, and they were popping, yeah, but then everybody's starting to make the mm-hmm. little the gun the you know the little alien toys, yeah, and or the like X Men toys and, the little, and shit like that, the tattoos yeah. and all that, yeah, a lot of those. We're just trying to get into it to get into it. And yeah. they're also making a shit ton of stuff. Yeah. So a lot of these NFT people, they're like, they see the commodity, they see people, you know, the utility people are getting from the NFT. And they're like, ooh, I want to make one too. But a lot of them aren't really going to be anything in a couple of years. Yeah, unfortunately, they're oversaturating. I think, so my opinion on NFTs, I think they've lost their credibility due to oversaturation. I think at one point, there was gonna NFTs were going to be credible for a while. Mm-hmm. But they, they instantly lost their credibility once people saw the potential for fraud. Because there's a lot of pump dump schemes now. There's so many fucking like, hey, I just created... And they don't even mention it that way, obviously. They, they push it out like, oh, check this new mm. NFT out. This well, new. here's the interesting thing. So, I don't know if they're listening to this podcast, but I actually got contacted by a representative of, a, uh, of an NFT company based out of Kansas City called um, Immortal Fight Club. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. uh, IFC, mm-hmm. and they were at the expo uh, a couple Saturdays ago, mm-hmm. 
and we traded contact information, you know, got each other's Instagram and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And we set up a meeting. I kind of had to push it back just because the whole move and stuff. So we finally had the conversation today and they're trying to make NFTs and they gave me their concept. I took a couple of notes down and they don't seem like one that would be a fraud, but but that's the point. But though. it's because it's, it's going to take a lot more work because they have like an original idea. Mm-hmm. So it's an actually it's an art project that's going to become an NFT. And the way they were describing it to me, they were giving me like what not to do is almost not not what not to do, but as they were telling me what they were going to make original about this one, mm-hmm. I understood how easy it was for everybody else to get in the game because mm-hmm. the repetitiveness of just something simple. Because mm-hmm. even we kind of like you know joked around with the idea for maybe like you know the BKs. Yeah. And um. Yeah, like their idea is completely different. So it's like people who do like the ones that we were thinking about and like you know the apes and all that. When it's very simple like that, and you can produce millions of them that are unique. So, so without adding them, and, and without, fuck, like, without giving out the secret. Give it, yeah, giving their idea out. Yeah, what, like, what are they trying to do? What's different from them, about them, as opposed to other NFTs? Is they, it the concept? They kind of is want, it the NFT itself? Yeah, yeah. It's like or is uh, it how they're gonna use the NFT? The fact that it's gonna be limited. This it's not just gonna be one character created a thousand different ways mm-hmm. or designed. Kind or, like the monkey. Know. Yeah, it's not gonna be. It's not. It's not just one character. Mm-hmm. It's eleven different people who are legitimately based out of Kansas City. They're influential. They're UFC fighters, and she wants. They have this. They have this really interesting idea. They're and, uh, UFC fighters. Hmm. So they they're making UFC fighters into mm-hmm. NFTs. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Ha, have you heard that kind of sounds like? Have you heard of the? So they're similar to NFTs. I don't know what you would call them. They might be called NFTs. I mean, it's a. Uh, so when and when I saw NFTs first start coming on the rise, like early last year, <coughs> I also saw that there was like websites on the on the on the come up that would sell. Highlights. Uh, oh. Of like, like the NBA game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's because the thing is, any anything can be an NFT. When they first came out, like early 2021. So is that kind of what they're going for? Or are they... Are they different. Actually- like, I don't... That, that's why I don't want to give away... If, if anything, I can tell you guys after the pod, or I can tell you after the pod. Mm-hmm. But uh, their idea is... It's so unique and so original right now that I feel like it could stand out. Mm-hmm. Especially because their branding, their logo, what they're all about. It can make them unique. And I don't even know what they're going to be writing into their contracts, which might be even better because they haven't even discussed that part, you know. Mm-hmm. Logistically, they, you know, they only really told me about the artist side of it, you know, what they were, what they were expecting as far as visuals. Mm-hmm. But, man, they, they got a really good idea. But um, <clears throat> when NFTs first started, literally anything can be an NFT. Like, the thing is, a lot of people now, they sell JPEGs, they sell pictures as NFTs, you know, just like an original picture, an original art piece. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning, I think uh, there was a girl who just had like a, an audio clip of her moan, and she sold it. <laughs> yeah. What? No cap. A audio clip of her moan? Yeah, and she sold it as Was an NFT. She as an NFT? Yeah, and she sold it for like a couple, what, like a hundred Ethereum, which would have been, and then turned into a couple hundred, hundred thousand bucks. How much is a couple, a hundred Ethereum? Let me see that. Well, how much is one Ethereum? Like a couple thousand? Ethereum is worth a couple thousand, dude. I mean, I I guess I haven't checked crypto in a while, but hold on. Let me hop on Coinbase really quick. It's got to be a good one. Two, three. 
It's got to be, at least. Ethereum right now is worth $3,370.20. Oh. $3, it's actually down 62% right now. <coughs> you know, this shit's up and down a lot. Damn. But a couple hundred dollars in Ethereum will go up quick, dude. Dude. You imagine? Fuck. I had, a little, I had a few dollars in Ethereum for a little bit. Well, NFTs are just like a quarter of an Ethereum, half an Ethereum, which is a lot. Not too long ago. But, looking know. at a looking at Ethereum, dude, it hit its all time peak not too long ago. Back in November. Because right now everybody everybody's doing it. So because now it's becoming a uh, everybody's kind of converting their shit to Ethereum to try to get more, get into the NFT game. Mm -hmm. The value's kind of going down because it's no longer limited. <coughs> at least that's how I see it. I, don't know. I might be talking bullshit. I don't know the stock market. Somebody who knows the stock, get on the pod. And argue with me. I have to talk to my coworker about coming on the phone. You should invite them, bro. Those sound like interesting well, so people. Those are, those are two different guys. That's what I'm saying. You should invite both of them. You should invite the author and you should invite the the, the guy who's into NFTs and stuff. The day trader. The day trading dude. Yeah. I asked, it's funny to me because he says he has a couple hundred thousand dollars worth of bro. stock. And I'm like, why the fuck are you working here then? And he just says that he's just working for fun. I mean, I get it. Eh, I don't know, man. If I was if I was a successful day trader, bro, I'm I get out of it. Here. It's full of cap. Yeah, <laughs> I, get, I I get it. Full of cap. Full of cap, bro. I met a lot of interesting people, man. I met a lot of interesting people at that uh, at that convention you didn't go to. I want to share some of them with you, man. Can a convict project? Is this like to get people out of jail that are? Yeah, actually, I actually ended up signing a petition. To, I did too uh, the other day. You did? Yeah. Dude. Let's give people out, bro. The petition that I Let's signed, so it here. was two petitions. One of them was for, to legalize recreational marijuana. Uh -huh. And the other one was to, whenever, an, whenever a congressperson, I don't know what the fucking official, what the official wording for it is, but whenever a government official goes into office. Uh -huh. At least local, that they can't bring on their, uh, they can't assign family members and friends and shit like that to uh, oh, positions shit. of power. So it's like no, um, like oh, yeah, yeah, like no. you can't bring your brother on, you know, which yeah. I think is great, dude. There's a lot of dudes that fucking do that. Yeah, what's that shit called, man? Nepotism. Yeah, nepotism. No nepotism. When high quality matters, this is a fucking nice ass. Damn, well, you man. know what sucks, bro? I hope I hope we can't do that shit at uh, jobs like the job I work for my day job. Because literally everybody's families. <laughs> if uh, if one company has to leave, we're done so. You know I mean, if one family has to leave, that company's done. No, but that, I mean, we're talking about positions of power. Yeah, here, that's you know? true. Man, I always thought it'd be interesting to, to kind of run for office, but... I, I have I to. I don't know if people would want me in office. I'd kind of come at it more from like a Jesse Ventura angle. And I'm not sure if people are ready to handle it. Well, wasn't he a governor? He was. <clears throat> but you know, I'm not sure if they would let that slide again. Well, shit. I mean, especially if Jesse Ventura covered in tats, they'd be like, "Nah, man, get out of here." We live in a different time now, man. That is true. There's a solar company up there. <clears throat> yeah, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of interesting companies out there. That's pretty cool. We should get in contact with them. Yeah, who knows? A couple of different farmers and stuff. Yeah, it was a it was an interesting. What a generic name. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you know? Just uh, so who was the most? There's an, an an NPC 
He's just, he's just there to fill the gap. He's just there, dude. He's just there to pass out a card. You know, he's nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. Yeah, man, dude. So it was a, it was interesting, bro. I've had a, had an interesting, interesting couple weeks, man. Interesting couple weeks. Met a lot of people. Hopefully this NFT thing happens. I don't know. I do think it's kind of like a scam, but not, not theirs. I do think like the whole NFT thing right now is risky. Not, not necessarily a scam. I worded it wrong. But um, if you're really coming at it from an artist perspective, I think there's a lot of respect to be had in there. Like like Beeple. Beeple? Beeple? What's Beeple? Beeple. <laughs> that's the guy who got real big, man. That's the guy who saw the... That's the reason... I, I would probably argue that that's the reason everybody kind of knows about NFTs now. I've seen these guys as a dispensary. Yeah, pretty... bro. Beeple's pretty big. We should want to put mountains on this shit, though. If you're... I mean, what are they, Colorado based? Mm, potentially Cause you're in Kansas There's no fucking mountain <clears throat> Right If anything Like a river or something Well you're in Missouri Sorry Missouri Bro um You see what the Chiefs Are uh, threatening Low key threatening To move to Kansas Really Yeah No way Yeah A report came out today uh, Straight from the The president of football operations I think Why are they doing that Well they see that everybody in the NFL is getting new stadiums. Like, for example, the Bills, which I think the way the Bills are going. The Pagoulas. <laughs> uh-huh. The owners, the Pagoulas, are fucking grimy, dude. <laughs> oh, shit. The Pagoulas are, put, are putting in a total of, like, a few million uh-huh. for a one for a $2 billion stadium. Uh-huh. What the fuck? A $2 billion stadium? Yeah. And where's it going to be at? Where's the Bills at? New York, yeah. The yeah. Bills are in New York, and they're getting a brand new stadium? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What do you mean? I just said it as hell. You. Hey, do we got a call in from D Navarre? Huh? Yeah, it's D Navarre. We got a call in from yeah. D Navarre on the pod. Tell him he's being rude right now, guys. I'm cutting off bad right now. For anybody listening, guys. Can you hear me now? Um, We got uh, Leonard on the podcast. It's been a very interesting conversation so far. Oh. Nice, little no, yeah, mix, nice little mix there every time. And we've kind of been... Uh, oh, you're over there? What the fuck? Just kicking it. On a band sauce. Kind of been kicking yeah. it. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. hundred bands around? I'll be, I'll be home at some point. Oh, shit. Guys, this is a tight-knit community. You guys have no idea. Hunter band sauce. We, had, we just had a call in, guys, very rudely. <laughs> we had a call in. Wait, what was I talking about before that? Fuck. Some cool. Oh, the Chiefs, dude, yeah. Well, for starters, the. So, the Bills are building a new stadium. Uh-huh. Con- I don't know what you would call it. Congress, legislation, I don't know, whatever the fuck it's called. Uh-huh. New York. The government of New York. Is giving them one point four billion of taxpayer money God, to damn. build this stadium. The Pagulas are throwing in chum change. Jesus. So the Pagulas are the owners of the Buffalo Bills. And they're like, oh, Congress is just helping us out. Yeah. No worries. This is gonna taxpayers be, this is gonna be are a grant. Taxpayers are paying for this fucking stadium, dude. So lately, there's been an influx of new stadiums being built. Like for uh-huh. example, the the Tennessee Titans are gonna start building their stadium soon here too. Holy shit. Not here, here, but I'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. here soon. So the Chiefs 
low-key, like, sent a little threat, you know? It's just, it's a little threat mass and, masked in fucking press and publicity uh-huh. that they have been approached by Kansas developers huh. about potentially building a stadium in Kansas. How would you feel about that as a football fan? I don't mind. Where do you think, you know, I think, I think it's about time. I think it's about time Kansas starts getting a little bit more publicity, a little bit more development. Well, I'm a little bitter. It's a little bittersweet because, for example, being a being a, a diehard Chiefs fan for for years now, um, I love Arrowhead. Huh. Arrowhead's a really nice fucking stadium. It's a legendary stadium, and it's the fifth biggest stadium in the NFL. Like it at full capacity, it can hold like almost ninety thousand people. Is it still considered the loudest? Yes. Shit. Yeah. But ninety thousand. Ninety thousand at full capacity. Absolute fucking like sh- fucking ass to ass. And that's just for games. That's for games. So for concerts with a little bit of seating, you could hit a hundred. No, because they don't. So concerts at Arrowhead don't occupy what's going on behind. Gotcha. gotcha. So, so they like, block off a little bit of the seating. Yeah. So it's like it's like stage and then everything over here. Gotcha. So, so if they, anything, they probably package like fifty thousand. <clears throat> okay. Okay. That makes sense. But still, damn, ninety thousand on a football. Yeah. Pat. Yeah, because I think to the brim. Yeah, like ass to ass. Like I'm smelling your breath and you're smelling mine. Woo! Yeah, bro. So it's a huge fucking stadium. And, and they've been trying to come to, they've been trying to come over here and say, hey, you know what? If we've already been packing out ninety. Yeah. We need a new stadium. Yeah. And we need to make this bitch two hundred. But the thing about a new stadium though is like, you would have to make it that fucking big though. How much do you think they could uh, realistically fit in there? 150? In the current stadium? No, no, no. Like, if they had a new one, how many people do you think they could pack in? Well, it depends. If they make it if they make it an indoor stadium, which preferably, you know, because Kansas City does get fucking cold. I mean, we get some pretty gnarly win- winter storms. We're not Buffalo. That's a good point. Which, I mean, Buffalo said, fuck it. They're still, they're still keeping it open air, which that's, I think is fucking stupid. It's a good point, actually. But, preferably, if it's going to be indoor, 70, uh-huh. 70,000. Hmm. If it's gonna be, if it's gonna be another bowl, uh, let's keep it at ninety. I mean, it's fucking the Chiefs sell out, dude. You don't think you could up it a little bit? I mean, preferably make yeah. it a little bit bigger so they could fit in a hundred. Preferably, I would. I would want them to have a hundred thousand seat stadium. Do you think? What if they got like a real nice stadium that closed up? That's like that. what I would preferably want them to yeah. get. Yeah. Honestly. Will that so, be an indoor outdoor? If you still fit ninety there. Well. So, bro, it's because, look, we're talking about Kansas. We're talking about there's tons of fans. Yeah. And there's really nothing to do out here. No. If you build a big-ass stadium here. Well, so, hold on. Well, they I guess will we are come. in Kansas, huh? They will come, dude. Yeah. No, I mean. Because even Missouri will drive over there. They don't give a fuck. Well, they would have to. Oh, yeah. Because Kansas, Kansas City. Where Kansas you- City, Kansas Citizens have been driving from over there. Where where do you think they would put it? Preferably KCK. But like what area though? Legends. You think it's like out there by you Legends? think so? Yeah. Interesting. Or it'd be cool. It'd be cool. Like, have you been to St. Louis? In a long time. I remember when I used to live in uh, Kentucky, I used to drive back and forth all the time. So in St. Louis, uh, they... the thing about St. Louis is that motherfucker just stretches. Yeah. So it's like I don't know when St. Louis ends in the suburbs. It's because St. Louis is big ass fucking. Yeah, it's just it's just. Yeah, because when I St. Louis forever. Because five years ago. Because when I recorded 
um, with Mess. Yeah. I recorded out there in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And I was actually in a suburb 50 minutes outside of St. Louis, and it was still considered a suburb of St. God Louis. Damn. I recorded in Edwardsville, mm-hmm. uh, Illinois. And it was still considered a suburb of uh, Illinois, of uh, St. Louis. St. Louis. But yeah. anyways, when you go to St. Louis, one of the first fucking things you see is the Cardinals uh, ballpark. Mm. The one for the baseball team. That shit's fucking lit, dude. And another thing they were proposing, the reason I bring that up is because another thing they were proposing is uh, putting a downtown stadium. Mm. Either for the Chiefs, for the Royals, or both. Which I think would be fucking lit, dude. What did... I don't know if you've already heard, but did you hear that they're already doing a, they're building like some kind of soccer stadium or whatever, yeah. right here by the river market, uh-huh. the, and uh, they're trying to build another one? Oh, another soccer stadium? Like in that area as well. They're trying to do something else. They're trying to do like, um, well, I know about the whether KC. it's the new T-Bones or something, I don't know. They're trying to do two, bro. They're trying to do like a baseball stadium as well. Well, yeah, I, I know that they don't want to use the fucking, the uh, ballpark out there at Legends anymore. Yeah, so I think that's what it is. So they want to have the women's soccer team or yeah, some shit, the and they Curry. wanted to add the the baseball team. Well, that'd be fucking lit, dude. Dude, River, dude, I'm telling you, Kansas City's about to pop off. Well, can did t- tell me, tell me, you heard about what Meta did? Yeah, that they eight hundred million up there in Northland. Dude. dude, that's gonna be massive. So, well, I had heard about that like a year ago though. The Kansas City right now. That Meta had been scoping out the area. Cool. So we got a lot of people here, man. We got a lot of people who don't. Mm-hmm. We just got nothing to do. And then over there where I used to live, uh, on 10th and Main, mm. there's a, so it, it was, it's like a pretty big bus stop that no longer gets occupied, that no longer gets used. And I saw that they're planning on building a skyscraper right there too. Mm-hmm. Where? Right there on 10th and, uh. 10th and Main, 10th mm-hmm. and Main. What's there right now? Uh, nothing. It's literally just a huge bus stop. It used to be like a, like a hub. It used to be a hub. Is that... It's right there where I used to live, by the by the loft. Literally, like, right down the street. And they're going to build a skyscraper. They want to. They proposed it. Holy shit. And based off the... Uh... I'll tell you what, though. What they, need, what they do need to do is expand you know, the highways a little bit. Uh, Yeah, I believe so. Okay, hold on. I think I'm, I think I'm pulling it up now. Watch. Check it out. Man, that's... Here it is, look. I had no fucking idea. KCAT development arm is pursuing a potential 26-story... Come on, bitch. That's not too bad, man. This is going to be a pretty... If it goes through, hopefully Mm -hmm. it does, just because I think the the skyline needs to get better. If it does, it's going to be a pretty gnarly-looking fucking skyscraper, dude. God damn it, dude. Get no signal. On 10th and Main, see? Right where I used to live, literally, like, right there on the loft. It's... Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a concept. Pretty gnarly, no? That's pretty nice. That'd be that's, pretty that's fucking pretty nice. gnarly, dude. Dude, I've always said Kansas City is a beautiful skyline already because of its quirky little landmarks. But, like, the way you drive in it and the way you drive around in it. Well, for one, we need a better fucking exit into downtown. There's one fucking exit, dude. Yeah. They're also going ham on the, right there in River Market building the new uh, the new highway. Have you seen it? Mm-hmm. They're going fucking ham, dude. Because I work right by it. Like, I can literally see oh, it. Oh, dude, they're, they're, they're doing that shit fast. They're fucking ham, dude. They already nice. tore down the, uh, so when you're coming on I-70. Well, that's how you know that it's meta behind it. Could it be? They're like, hey, we're about to come in here. You guys better start getting ready. Could it be, though? Oh, yeah. It's, it's pushing it's pushing the fucking development forward. And they're also... Um, they're trying to make... Like, isn't that the same thing that fucking happened when Amazon pushed up over there on I-70? Yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, guys, 
We're coming through and we ain't fucking around. You guys better have our trucks ready to go. <laughs> you guys better fucking open up, You bitch. guys better open up because these little turns right here, our trucks will fly off this bitch. You better open up. Dude, Jeff Bezos don't play, bro. He said, hey, how much do I need to pay? You guys need to pay. Get the fuck out of here. How did it look in that area? I can't even remember anymore. Dude, it was just like a little, a little turn. But how did... Oh, there wasn't anything, huh? Uh-huh. It was like one little, sh- you swing off to the right real quick to get on. Yeah. And then the other one is like, it was just like a little turn like that. And now you got to like get up and you got to wait for the other traffic. But and I'm you saying cross because and like, it's like, I don't know necessarily if I like those style of uh, intersections. Well, they're but, supposed you know, to reduce accidents. Yeah. I mean, they definitely do. But it's just, I'm trying to remember it's a little weird. I mean, like I guess that. I got to adjust to it. I can't remember what it looked like, dude. Look, man, you? right now, hey, right now is a good time for anybody who's listening to come to Kansas City. And invest. And invest. And look, with that being said, I think it's time for H&S to really leave their mark on Kansas City. Because, you know, in a way, it started in Colorado, but I'm from Kansas City. And um, right now it's rooted in Kansas City. You know, it's it's, it's based out of KC. So it's time to pop off, man. We got to put on for the city, man. Kansas City's lit. Should we get a skyscraper going? <laughs> Dude. Let's see. Hey, no, what we should do is get a little advertisement on the fucking <laughs> on the little uh the one across from Power and Light. Like coming into Maine like that. You know the little tiny TV. Oh, the Jumbotron? Put our little H and S logo. Just spinning thirty seconds. That's all we need. You know it'd be cool to put a, a, a the H and S logo? So when you're on the highway, you know that, that uh on on two light. Uh-huh. That big ass TV right by the highway. Oh, yeah. Right just, have it, just have it spinning. Just, yeah, just have just it spinning. Just give me a little thirty second block yeah. a thirty second block every every other hour. Yeah. That'd be fucking cool. Just spinning H and S, dude. That would that would be listen, promotion, dude. Listen, I heard that there's a lot of little hoodlums out there who took our stickers at the convention and are sticking them up all over the city. <laughs> you little fuckers. Did Mike? Did Mike show you the one that uh? Was that uh, BK? Uh, he sent me. He sent me a picture. I know he spotted one of them. It was like on a rusty ass little yellow thing. Yeah, yep. that one. Yep. I was like, what? That was you. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. Where was that at? If anybody's, uh, West Wyka. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, Michael's like, who the fuck put this one up? I was like, like I don't know, dude, what the look, fuck? Anybody out there who hasn't already heard about H&S, please spread the word, share, tell your friends about this shit, get people on. And and if you're interested to, to, about coming on, you know, and just joining the conversation and being part of, like, you know, just the, the growth and the development of something that could be big for the city, get in contact with me. Get your ass in here, man. Let's network. And uh, I think for now, we had a lot of good-ass conversations, bro. We're going to go ahead and uh, call it a day. We're going to call it a day, man. It was a nice little nice little in- impromptu episode. It always is on the H&S podcast. Because mm-hmm. for right now, there doesn't necessarily have to be no structure. Because life is just better that way. Mm-hmm. This is Herb. Leonard. Thank you guys for listening. We're out.